Angel. Yes, it is. It is time for Go Yard. Yes. Which means hitting a home run in life. So we are going to help some listeners tonight hit some home runs instead of striking out. That's Absolutely. What, that's what this show is all about in our sixth year. We're going to have a six-year anniversary in September. That's crazy, isn't it? It is amazing. Every single Thursday. There are a couple times we've had to do reruns if somebody's out of town. You're on a cruise, things like that. <laughs> but for the most part, we're here. And uh, we love doing this show. We are live as we usually are. You can call in with any questions or comments during the show, 727-441-3000. And Tommy will answer the phone. He's our amazing engineer and so sweet we love tommy and so we are coping we are coping with all kinds of change tonight uh not change with us we're just talking <laughs> except that you did get new contacts so i did you're coping with seeing now i can instead now see. of not seeing right yes that's that's coping with change. Yes. Yeah. But tonight we're going to call this in our coping with change series strategies. Yes. For coping with change. Are there strategies? There there really is strategies. And, you know, there is. So, I mean, the year of 2020 is the year of change. It's like the it just year is. that will be remembered forever. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I saw um, I saw a meme on Facebook that had um, where it was just bouncing back and forth between, you know, pandemic and, you know, protesting and this and that and this and that. And it just kept flipping like that's literally been our world. Like everything has been in this rumble change. Um, And and so coping with change is really hard. And we've been talking about why it's so hard because we're our human brain and we don't want change. We want things to stay the same. Yeah. Why? Why do we want things to stay the same? You know, we just, we get comfortable in it, yeah. you know, and we want that consistency and we want that comfort and we want, but reality is nothing ever stays the same. Nothing like, ever does, but we have a hard time accepting that fact, right? We do. And we kind of trick ourselves into thinking things are staying the same, but they're not. Okay. We're going to talk about this in detail tonight, and yes. you have just pulled Facebook up. Yes. You can find us live right now on Facebook on your page and yes. mine. Yes, yes. Okay. Also on Go Yard page? No. Okay. <laughs> on your page and mine. We'll put it on Go Yard later. And this is Dr. Angel Falzoni, and you are PhD, licensed mental health counselor. And we like to talk about all of your accomplishments, or I like to talk about them. You don't, really. But Tommy's cut a new commercial for you, so we're going to hear about all of that in just a little while, what you're doing. And and this is, you're starting your second year in private practice. I know. You started the, uh, May 1st last year, 2019. And what a year it's been. It really has been an amazing year. It yeah. really has. Far exceeded all my goals and expectations. No, you're just absolutely swamped and busy, but you can still get in to see her. Yes. Uh, give them that information, if you will. Sure. And so, yes, we're, we're getting people in same week um, for That's the most good. part. So you can reach us at 
6557 um, or you can go to the website at www.drangelswithanSdevelopment.com and you can just schedule online. All right. So that's how to get an appointment. Uh, and I'm Mama Mac. And so... Yeah, we're excited about this series. Our whole goal on GoYard is always to provide informative help, information maybe to help people cope with life, cope with different things. We've had so many topics through the five and a half years that we've been on the air for this show. Mm -hmm. Um, So many things that are, a lot of them are on our website, which is uh, goyard2014.org. It's an O-R-G. And you can find a lot of the podcasts right here on tantalknetwork.com. Go to podcast and then go to the name of this show, Go Yard, and you'll find it last week's show and any that you've missed. We did coping with the COVID calamity for how many weeks? 12? Oh, a lot of 11, weeks. 11, 12 yes. weeks. So those are all there on tantalknetwork.com. We need to get a move to our website. But there's not been enough hours in the day at this point right now to do any of that. So this is strategies for coping with change because two weeks ago we started this series about coping with change because it just is a, a beautiful segue from coping with the COVID calamity, right? Yes. So it's just change in general. It is. Change is something we all love, don't we? Yeah, no. We no? fight it did, a did lot of the times. No? Did yeah, you say no? We don't usually embrace change. We Why? usually do not like it we do not want it we fight it we ignore it we try to pretend like it's not happening um but you know i'm going to tell you that not only can we cope with that change successfully but we can even use that change to take advantage of it and better ourselves so we can grow by change we can grow through the change yeah we really can um but i think one of the first ways to grow by it is just acknowledge that change is happening yes is that right we we absolutely have to acknowledge it this this is happening. So right. when we are when we acknowledge something, then we we're admitting it's here, and then we have responsibility for it, right? right? So when we're not acknowledging it, usually we are fighting it, we are trying to avoid it at all costs. We are. I mean, Depressed I can't tell you. By it. Just this week, the number of people who are like, I just want to just pick up and just move across the country, or I just want to go to it. Oh know. yeah, that's always a good cha- a yeah. good result, right? But that's not geographical change, yeah. But that's not dealing with the change, and you know, and I keep telling them no because what's going on is inside of you, and you're just gonna take it wherever you go. So like, when we acknowledge it, we are you know embracing the fact that it's here, and like right. we can start doing something about it. Right. So acknowledging it. So audience, how do you do that? You say, yeah, I'm going through a lot of changes right now. We are. This nation is. This world is. We're going through a lot of changes. And we have to put one foot in front of the other day after day and embrace the change, right? That's what I hear you saying. But for those out there that are kicking and screaming right now because we're saying this, that they go, I don't want to embrace change. This is hard wearing a mask when I'm out in public or whatever the case may be. Oh, absolutely. The changes are hard and they're uncomfortable and there's a lot going on. But when we embrace that change when we acknowledge that change then we can use that change to help improve and grow and become better for ourselves we really can what does the word focus mean to you well when wow you're just throwing focus out okay so i mean because don't you think that has a lot to do with embracing change focus on okay this is happening instead of denying it when we deny it we're sitting in it and wallowing in it yep and as a friend of mine likes to say we're sitting on the sit and spin do you remember that old uh, (laughs) game a long time ago children had one yeah sit and spin and and when we're doing that 
we're not getting any progress right and well and what we focus on is what we're going to see and Mm -hmm. so if we're kicking and fighting and avoiding that change we're going to feel victims we're going to feel taken advantage of we're going to feel like we're losing something or whatever right but if we are focusing on acknowledging it then we can learn to capitalize and use this moment right so if you had a new job, you'd be focusing on your job performance, right? Mm-hmm. Or you should be. <laughs> if you had a new job, you would be trying to be there on time and you would try to, to make sure that you are answering calls correctly or whatever the case may be, right? Right. So you're focusing on your performance, right? Right. So in when we are embracing change, there is a, a, a part of this that is performance. It is. Do you want to explain that? Sure. You know, it's what... What we really want to focus on in that performance is it boils down to what's inside of us. It boils down to our values. It boils down to what drives us, what motivates us. And so when there's change happening around us, it doesn't have to change who we are on the inside and those deep core things like our friends and our family and our values and our performance. And it may not look the same as it did before. When we're going through change, we're not going to be able to accomplish all the same things we could accomplish in a day um, because we have to work through that change. Okay, so when I think of the word performance, I think of somebody that's a playing in an in a theater production. Mm-hmm. Okay, or or performing, but it's not really them. Right. I'm not meaning that by the word performance. I'm talking about carrying out your performing your duties, right. not play acting and being something you're not. Right. Exactly. I think we need to distinguish that. That's a great distinguishing. And I agree with you that you're was, actually agreeing with me tonight. I agree with you all the time. Uh, only when I tell you to. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that performance is what we're doing. And that's the actions that we're putting behind yeah, what we're doing. Exactly. It's super important through to getting through and acknowledging and embracing change. You know, we look at a, a boat on the ocean, you know, you can put a ship in a hurricane water it's not the stuff going around the boat that's going to sink the boat it's the water that gets in the boat that happened to me on a boat many years ago when my boat sink yes well we didn't sink uh, a great big out here on bel air beach um, a little boat we had, a couple of us and my kids were on there, and this great big, what we call cigarette boats down here, mm-hmm. the big point, came right in front and was doing that to smaller boats. It was a smaller six bow, bow rider, you know. <laughs> anyway, long story short, as it came, I was driving, and I all I could yell was, oh, no, you know. Right. And, and saw the water, and the water just psh, right came in. in, flipped the boat over. And um, so we were all grabbing lawn chairs and beach towels and thinking that's stupid let it sink oh god you know let's swim you know but right. we were rescued within a couple of minutes but and then towed to shore but that is an awful feeling when the water is coming up and you see it coming and you know you're you're going down it's from coming the gown. In, right. it's coming into the boat right Ooh, i'm sure that's yeah, extremely it was, scary it was kind of a weird situation yeah but go ahead that, that works for like when we're going through change though so like are we allowing that change to come inside of us in a negative way? That's what will sink us in that change. Or are we the storm around us and are we still holding into our values? Are we embracing the change and acknowledging the right. change? Are we leaning into those strengths in our performance? Are we still doing what we can do? I think we have a caller on the line. Okay, let's have a caller. Hey guys, it's Nan, how are well, you? Well, hey, how are you? I'm doing just fine, ma'am. 
wanted to weigh in on the thing about changing you know, specifically we're talking about jobs yeah and as both of you know there is change with my job with dude no selection on my well i selected where i went but it wasn't um cutting my position is what happened and i wasn't pleased with that right but, and you know there's been some bumps along the road with sure. regards to this thing but what i'm doing now um because i do have a work computer because i've been working from home and so I am maintaining, I'm already starting to get emails and different stuff happening and me reaching out for training. And my my boss knows that because he had to approve for me to get the training and all that kind of stuff. So he knows already that I'm being proactive. That's great. And That's preparing great. To, to move into that position. So he sees me performing right. uh, in a positive light before right. I actually get there. So, and I'm wanting him to see that, you know, to see that I'm going to be a team player, to see that I'm going to do a good job, to see I'm going to reach out when I need to, you know, all those types of things. And that's what he's seeing with me. And that way he's going to have a positive uh, thoughts about me. Right. Sure. When I'm already walking on, you know, walking in the door. So, and this anyway, is taking, you're being purposeful, right? You're intentionally doing these things. Oh, most definitely. I want Dr. Angel to weigh in on that whole concept of purposefulness. Well, absolutely. And that's when we're coping, the strategy to cope with change, it's what we're doing on purpose that right. counts, that helps us get through and get grow through that change. And so it's finding, you know, she could sit there and say, oh, my gosh, I'm having to change jobs. This is unfair. And now I have to learn new stuff. This is and go in kicking and not embracing that change and, and having have a, a pity party, at, right? Have a pity party, have negative feelings, you know, right. reduce, you know, all kinds of stuff. But she's not. So what's happening outside of her isn't, you know, that's the change. But how is she responding? And that's what our power is of the changes that are happening is we can't control the change around us a right. lot of the time. Right. But we can control how we respond. How we respond. And are we acting proactively? What are we doing in our performance? Like, what are we doing with this change? Yeah, it's an opportunity for growth. Absolutely, it is. And Nan, did you have any other comment to that? Because that's really a good example for what we're talking about tonight. No, not really. Okay. I just, you know, just moving forward with that. And, you know, and there'll yeah. be more of that kind of stuff as it gets closer to when I start this July 1st. So, um, and we're anyway, proud of all. you that you are Thank embracing you. the change and moving forward. Yes. So thanks and for calling in and sharing I, your I, story. I so. would like to interject. It has not been easy at the beginning. <laughs> well, it, but, but, you know, I had to come to resolution. This was really happening. And I need to move forward. And once I made that up in my own mind, um, I've been doing much better and and moving forward in a positive light. So I want Dr. Anyway, Angel to comment on that, but thanks for calling in, Nan. Uh, you. Comment on that, the fact that it wasn't easy, but there was a purposeful, you, you started to talk about that. Sure. You know, well, first of all, change is not easy. Right. So um, that's okay to acknowledge that it's not easy. And, and just because we're looking for strategies doesn't mean like, oh, this is so simple and it's, you know, we can just, it's not going to, we're not going to have experience, all kinds of feelings. No, we're going to still experience feelings. Right. But it's what, what are we doing with them and what are we letting rule? And so 
change causes stress. It doesn't matter if it's good change or bad change. If you're getting married or having a baby or if you are losing your job or changing jobs or whatever is happening, it's going to be stress. Causes stress. Good so and you bad. acknowledge that, right? Absolutely. You, you, you acknowledge that and you say, okay, now what can I do with that stress? How can I make that cause me to be a better person? Sure. Right? Sure. And so one of those things is we, we're so... Stress has some positive and negative things to it. Sure. Too much stress is negative. It has lots of negative effects. But some stress, there's some positive things. Like it can help yeah. motivate us Absolutely. to work through that change. It can give us a little extra energy to, to do extra tasks that we're not used to doing as we're coming through change. And so what we need to look at in our stress is what is this stress trying to help me accomplish? Like That's good. And then yeah. looking at minimizing what what can we alleviate from our stresses? So like simple things or smaller things. They actually, when we're going through change, little things can feel very, very overwhelming. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Like, you know, trying to figure out what to have for dinner, all of a sudden it feels like a huge chore to where right. you're like, oh, I don't even care. I'm not even going to eat. Like, because it's just, it's, it's a lot. Our brains are just processing a lot of new information. And so what we can put in alleviate, even in little teeny things of our life, will make a huge difference on that stress that we're feeling. Through oh, absolutely. Uh, for me, one of the things that helps when I'm going through a stressful time is to be more organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and not just let papers fly all over my desk. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, got a new, I'm a realtor, so I got a new listing yesterday morning. And since yesterday morning till right now, we've had 15 showings. So that's kept me running like crazy in five offers, right? So there's paperwork everywhere because things have to be printed to show the seller and all these kinds of things. And um, when, when I have in times past just found a put a stack here put a stack there put a stack then i don't know where things are right it gives me much more stress yes okay do you want to speak to that sure because it's adding to i don't that get load. a like good job or anything no from you, you do get a good job <laughs> always a good job <laughs> no, no. But go and ahead. it's exciting to have like this property sell so quickly it, exactly. and like all these great these are great things but but it comes with its with element of its stress cost of element of stress absolutely right. and so when we're having that that more organized, more organized we can be. The more we can um, put things in automatic drive that we can yes, put in automatic yes. drive. Um, maybe you know it's time to give ourselves a break. In times of change, we we modify our routines to adapt to the change. Like right. we want to have that flexibility, which means maybe I'm not cooking home cooked meal. You know, right. home meals. Every right. Day. We're gonna you know order out or hit the drive through or. Let somebody, you know, let another member of the family take care of that task. Like exactly. That's when you do that. That's when you lean into your support. Yeah, but it's so hard to get my little four-year-old Macklin, the <laughs> black and tan dachshund, to cook dinner yeah. or to organize files yeah. for me. I mean, she's tried that, but her hands are really, really tiny. Yes, but just spending a little extra time <laughs> with her will help with some stress management, too. It does. It does, actually, because today she wanted to take a walk. I really didn't have time to do it, but she was like, I could tell. She was going for her leash, and she really, I thought, okay, I'm stopping everything right now. We're going on a walk. And believe me, it helped me come back mm -hmm. more clear-headed. She felt better. And she contributed to my organization because then I thought, I got to get it. As I'm walking, I go, I got to do this, 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 this. And I saw how to lay it all out. 
And by by the time I got back, within an hour, I was organized. Everything felt a lot better. That's a good job. I gave Macklin a walk, and so because her tiny little hands, (laughs) she was not good on the computer. They are not good. (laughs) She makes a lot of mistakes. Go ahead. I'm sure she does. But no, we need to take those breaks. Like that's what we need to do. Like getting in and moving and clears up our head, helps us to solve problems, helps us to plan and organize. When we're stressed, those are the parts of our brain function we lose part of. So that planning, organizing, problem solving. Oh my gosh, we do. When we're under a lot of stress, we can't remember that oh, we didn't do this, or we forgot to pay that bill, or we're just, stress has taken over the organization of our lives a lot of times, right? Sure has. So taking that 10, 15 minute break right. alleviates a lot of stress because A, it's putting good chemicals through your body to right. help release some of that stress, but it's also helping you tap back into the part of your brain that has planning and organization and problem solving. Exactly. And then you can come back from that little break and be more productive and people research tells us people who take those small little breaks intermittently get more done than people who just try to barrel right through it all absolutely you're right about that thank you we're we're gonna gonna talk more about (laughs) strategies for coping with change tonight on go yard with dr angel and me mama mac and we're glad you're joining us tonight if you want to call in and tell us your story or ask a question, feel free to do 727-441-3000. We are live right now on Facebook. We are live on YouTube.com slash Radio slash live. So you can do that too. Now let's go to break. Tommy, we'll be right back. By candlelight, you held my hands. I was dressed in white. We were young. How can we see that? How can we see that? I knew I wanted you like no one else. I told my mama that I found myself in your Dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. 
She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Yard, and tonight we're talking about strategies to help you cope with change. I'm getting some texts from people listening. That's nice, and so we always like to hear from you, especially those of you that we know, and those of you that we don't know. Share these Facebook posts, please. Share them. Share this, and because we are getting a lot more viewers now that we are consistently on YouTube live and also on Facebook live. So share those. We love to to um, hear from new listeners and all that. It's always great, uh, Doctor. Rachel Falzoni and I, we've been doing this show for almost six years, and we've had a lot of topics, but I don't know when we've had a year like this year, and we started talking about that at the beginning of this show, didn't we? Yes. It's been a really hard year for a lot of people. Why did you pick that song, by the way? Well, I picked that song because, you know, Amy Grant, your friend, it's called How Can We See the Fire, because it's the show with How Can We See the What? How Can We See That Far? That Far. And that whole song is about changes, and it was about the change of like her, the birth of her first son, so things that are changing, but it's the same sun that melts the wax, you yes. know, that hardens clay. Like So the same change that comes at us can have a positive or a negative. Right. You know, and so it's not always about the change. It's not about the change that's coming at us. It's what we're doing with what that change. What do we change. do with that change? And I think a lot of times people get very depressed when life gets different different. Yes. Okay. And when it's something that they didn't see coming, they couldn't prepare for it. It's just now upon them like COVID was upon this nation and around the globe. But I also believe that um, we are just creatures of habit. We just want things to stay like we've been used to them having been used to doing, right? True. That was an interesting sentence. That was a very interesting one, but I I got you. I'm following you, you, so you're good. But no, it's true. We want things to stay the same as much as possible. And so we we go into that change. Really, a lot of people are going in kicking and screaming and avoiding it and feeling so victimized and feeling like all this bad is happening to them, that they have no power. And I'm here to tell you that is absolutely not true. You do have power and you do have control. And that power and control is over what are you doing with this change That's and about exactly right. this change and through this change. And so we can 
cope with this change and grow and come out the other side big, better than Absolutely. we were. I mean, I've talked to people, friends have said, I've been sitting that down and actually reading a book again, you know, because there's extra time perhaps sure. from your job situation or whatever, or you're connecting with people you hadn't been connecting with before. You've had more time. I, and I, and I, I just spent a couple, almost two weeks with my youngest son, his wife, and the two babies, and that was so good. Just that having that extra time instead of a, a short little vacation, mm-hmm. but just having a prolonged period of time to just relax and have fun with family and 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 just enjoy them. You know, it was just wonderful. What a gift. What a gift. It was a gift. gift. And it was because, really, we have a little more time because my son's work schedule is a little different right now. Sure. I mean, and even like in my situation where I do not have much time and, you know, things are really, really busy, it's taught me to reprioritize a lot of things. And it's taught me that some things that I thought were important really aren't that important and and they can sit on a back burner and where to focus my time and energy. Right. You know, and so you, there's always, we always have the opportunity to learn through change. Absolutely. And for those like me and you that are still working through all the COVID and really haven't had big groups of time off and that kind of thing, it's important that we schedule the the day so that we're not frustrated with everything coming at us, right? Absolutely. That's kind of what we were talking about in the first part of the show, yes. that we learn to schedule things or structure things a little better. And get your sleep, get your rest, things like that. Absolutely. So no matter where you are in this change, so if you're that person that has all this extra time or if you're that person that's just book solid, that what we can keep in a schedule and a routine is really important for us to cope with change. First of all, you know, it helps us to control what we can control. And so when we have some schedule and routine, it may look a little different, but whatever that routine and schedule is, it helps our brain to kind of rest when we're doing right. our schedule. Yeah, so it, does. it doesn't have to work in this full force all the time. So that's being good and being kind to ourselves. Right. And um, it, it anchors us like a schedule is right. our anchor. Right. And so when it changes, it's fine. But we need to have a new schedule and routine. Like I'm telling people, there's a lot of people who are like having very odd work schedules, like working one week on, one week yeah. off. Uh, like yeah, I've all heard kinds of people of, work two days off three. I, it's yeah, bizarre. Very yeah. interesting work schedules have right. come out of all this. And I'm like, well, uh, those times you're not at work, what, you know, what is your schedule? And they just all kind of look at me like, what do you mean what's my schedule well are you still waking up at you know are you taking your shower are you still getting dressed are you you know what are you but doing? a lot of people aren't getting dressed they're not <laughs> and they're struggling to cope with the change right. you have to stick you gotta to st- those routines yes those help us cope sure i mean that routine may look like oh maybe i get a couple extra hours of sleep on that that off week or that off time but then there's still that routine i'm I'm gonna get up i'm gonna do my daily you know hygiene i'm gonna get dressed i'm going to and then i'm you know whatever that next things but having that routine and having that plan i have people that have no idea when they're going to bed and they're keep telling me i can't sleep i'm not sleeping well well we don't we have to have a routine for our bodies to go into that healthy sleep cycle. Like, so it needs that. And I think a lot of people through all this have resorted to more sleep during the day to just yes. avoid the situation, right? Yes. So if you're sleeping a couple hours, three hours during the day, you're going to have our time sleeping at night. Absolutely, you are. And I tell everybody if you're going to sit, if you're going to take a cat and nap during the day, like it needs to be under an hour and it needs to be, you know, before two o'clock. Like any more than that, you're really going to start disrupting your night sleep cycles. And, and 
and I I really feel like having some goals during the day or for the week because mm-hmm. I'm a big one. I think you are too. Making lists and writing down the priorities for this week. And I love taking a different color pen. <laughs> if I write it in blue, I will mark it off in red, etc. Just because when I look at that list, I see that hey, I got that done. Yep. And I don't you think that helps when we're coping with change? It, it really helps when we're coping with change and we're going through times of stress for a few reasons. A, when our brain is trying to hang on to everything we need to get done, it's working a lot. You know, it's working overtime, which is causing us to feel more stressed. Yes. And so when we can write that down, then our brain can let that go. Mm-hmm. And when we are dealing with high, you know, change and stress, we're not focusing, concentrating, right. remembering, organizing all those tasks to be successful are stunted. And so when we're writing it down, it helps us to be to know, oh, yes, I did pay that bill or, oh, yes, I did take out the garbage. I think paying bills is one of those things that people will say, I forgot to pay the bill. Well, I have a checklist for that, too. I do, too. (laughs) I I keep a yearly calendar for that. But, you know, like even coping with all this change, like something slipped by me and I was a power bill, by the way. And I'm like, how on the earth did I forget to do that? You know, so I didn't even use my own tool. Stress. Yes. That's how. Exactly how that happened. You want to explain that? And so when we're stressed, we're, you know, our brain is not sending enough blood flow to that front part of our prefrontal cortex which is that focus and that concentration and that organization and that memory and all those things that help us function better we're struggling to tap into that so when we can write checklists we are dumping our brain and we're helping ourselves to know what we've done and not done i have got to put a big exclamation point after that because it helps so much when you're in a lot of stress to dump your brain absolutely you want to explain that what that means because i mean it helps me tremendously when i'm working three jobs at once you know uh yes it does so here's the deal with like kind of our brain i was just talking about this to several people today so our brain when we are resting it it wants to not be under stress it wants to be relaxed like and so what it's going to try to do is resolve our problems in our sleep which is why we get really crappy sleep because our brain is working exactly that's huge okay say that again in a different way Okay, in a different way. So when we are in times of change, in times of stress, our brain doesn't want to be that way. At night, are you talking about? At night, when we lay down. Okay, right. It is, we're, you know, stopped, our body is stopping, but the brain is still feeling that stress of everything. It's trying to hang on to everything that's going on, and it wants to resolve those problems and get back to that homeostasis or that time where that stress wasn't so hard on it. Okay, so this explains why some people say ever since all this started this year in 2020, I don't sleep worth a darn, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're carrying those issues, those problems, those worries, those Mm -hmm. fears. Fear of COVID. All of it. Fear of of losing your job. Whatever it might be, they're carrying that to bed with them. They are. And they don't even know they are. They think, I got to go to bed. I'm so tired. I got so tired. But then when you fall asleep, you may have nightmares. Some people are talking about that. Yeah, the nightmares. Restless restless legs. I mean, a lot. That's increased. 
I've heard uh, people say tossing and turning, tossing and turning. Yes, uh, sweating in their sleep. Um, like there's been a lot of these symptoms, and so that is your brain trying to deal with all the stress and figuring it all out while you're sleeping. And you may not even be aware that's what's happening. Oh no! But when you wake up and you're still tired, like that's because your brain didn't stop and didn't get rest. And so brain dumping before bed is such a good habit especially in times of stress and how do you do that so i just i keep a little notebook kind of like the notebook you have on the table and i just like write anything and everything that's like going through my mind so if it's something i need to do if it's something i'm you know don't want to forget if it's something i'm stressing about i just dump it and make a list and close that book and then go to sleep and now my brain knows that information is it's there it's there but it doesn't have to keep working to hold on to it so it can solve it. I do that too, but not necessarily right before I go to bed. I'll try to do it before I leave my desk. There you go. Right. And then in the night, I have a pad of paper and a pen by the bed. And if I wake up and remember, oh my gosh, I forgot to call so-and-so, I'll write it down. So I then go back to sleep peacefully. Exactly. And that's dumping that brain and it's letting that go. So when you are sleeping, your brain's not trying to hang on to everything and remember and categorize and solve everything. It can rest. To some of us, some of our listeners out there that say, well, I'm skeptical of that. What do you mean my brain's trying to figure it out? How do you know that, Dr. Angel? <laughs> well, we know that through the symptoms that we, we see with um, how people are when they're dealing with stress and dealing with change, like what's happening to them. And one of the biggest thing is I'll hear, I lay down for eight hours last night and I feel exhausted. Like I Exactly, slept. yeah. Or, you know, my a lot of people are measuring their sleep these days with like the CPAP machines right. or these apps. And they're like, well, I was in bed asleep for eight hours but my machine said I only slept for 45 minutes and I'm like oh (laughs) there you go so that's how we know okay we know because you know when our brain's trying to figure it out it it changes the physiological function of what's happening and how we're sleeping and so we're tired so it gives us less energy to take on the next day and so we get in this avalanche the stress just keeps building uh there's an app that my sister has I don't have it but some people do calm have you heard the no. app Calm? Um, and it is basically rain. That's an, a great idea. We have those that are yes, office. Yes, we do. And those and explain that. Sure. So that's another really great tool to help with our sleep because when our brain can hear those um, repeated calming um, sounds, what it helps it to to let go of trying to figure everything out and resolve it, and lets it rest it kind of bypasses its figuring things out so those are great tools to help us improve our quality of sleep but a tool is only good if we're going to use it right and and so like strategies for coping with change is all about what we talked about right at the top of the the show when we said what are what's your performance what are your actions what are you doing Mm mm-hmm so a lot of people are not doing much right now and they notice that they're not productive, and so that makes them more depressed. Sure. Would you address that? Sure. And so, and then they fall in that cycle of less and less product, you know, production, and more and more depression. And so we we have to get off that merry-go-round. We yeah, have to get off that exactly. sense spin, and that we do that. Spin. Yeah. And we're gonna, you know, that change is gonna happen by the little things that we purposefully do to make that change. Right. So I'm if I make a couple changes tonight, does that mean oh tomorrow my day is gonna be magically beautiful no it means that it's going to be better Mm -hmm. and each day it's going to progressively get a little bit better and a little easier and as nan said it's hard 
But the first few steps are always the hardest. Right. Um, and as we make a step, it gets a little easier to make that next step. And so you're like, I don't even know where to start with all this, Dr. Angel. I'm just overwhelmed. Like a great place to start is just get in the habit of let's just dump that brain before we go to bed. Let's, you know, that rest is really important for our energy, our stamina, for us to resolve issues um, and problems that we're facing. What is our eating habits? What do eating Mm. habits have to do with strategies for coping with change? Okay, so when we are stressed, when we are going through change, most people want to go straight to those comfort carbs. And comfort carbs are not great because A, it's packing on weight. When we're stressed, we're releasing those stress hormones and those stress hormones interfere with our sugars and carbs become sugar so this is where that weight gain is happening but it's also not giving our body a great nutrition so we it's okay to have a few of those comfort carbs like comfort eating there's a comfort to it but we want to have it in balance so we want to make sure we're getting our nutrition we're getting that protein we're getting those vitamins exactly. so that our body has what it needs we are not going to be able to live off of those carbs alone and think we're going to function through high stress well Right. You know, it's like, you know, what we put in our body is like what fuel we're putting in our gas tank. Right. So like if you, you know, put, I don't know, water in your gas tank, it's not going to get you anywhere. Right. Right. So like we can't we got to make sure we're putting that high quality fuel in our body, especially during times of stress. So that's a strategy. Eat eat a little better. In fact, try something different. I mean, get out of your normal and just say, today I'm going to improve by not doing this. Instead, I'm going to substitute that for this, something like that, to get started with. Absolutely. Like salads. I, I, yes, I like, salads to, I like to have a salad a day. I mean, it's really good for you because there's a lot of, especially if it's not just, this got like spinach, salad, you sure, know, lettuce and all the good stuff. Nutrition in it. Nutrition. Right. It has vitamins in it. And, you know, when I hear people, well, you don't understand my schedule. I'm just way so busy. There's no way I can do it. I have to hit the drive all the time. And I'm like, wait, stop. There's a lot of great, healthy things you can do that are quick and convenient. But you have to be purposeful. You have to plan. You have to plan. Right. You know, and I mean, I do. I'm pretty busy, but I drink a protein. Sh- I drink two of them every day. Right. And they're packed full of protein and vitamins and nutrition. Like that's an important piece of helping you're drinking vitamin water right now. I drink vitamin waters and things (laughs) with electrolytes. Like I purposely plan to have that. So nutrition is important, as is our exercise, just like you had mentioned earlier. And that, you know, if we can just do something three times a week for 20, 30 minutes, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it definitely it decreases our risk for depressive symptoms. Oh, wow. Oh, so you'd be less likely to be depressed if yes. you get out and exercise at least three times a week. it doesn't even have to be hard exercise. Just you walk. Just right? go for a walk. Right. Go take your dog for a walk. Right. Go. Or come know, take my dog for a walk. Come take her dog for a walk. <laughs> but no, just it releases those healthy chemicals and helps to protect us from the depression. And it helps to give us clear, tap back into that clear. I thinking. think it does. It kind of clears your mind when you're outside. Mm-hmm. And, and of course we live in Florida and I know that there's a lot of people in other States that are not as fortunate as we are, but even in the winter time, I can remember when I lived in Indiana for many, many years of walking, still walking on, you know, in the cold and bundling up and taking a walk. And it is good for you. It's very good to do that. And, you know, and getting outside the box, too. So, like, I hear right now it's really hot. It's really humid. And people are like, I don't want to go outside and walk. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you know, you can go in the mall and walk 
Exactly. Some of them are even marked for telling you how much your yeah. you know your distance. Oh, yeah. it's is. a like, great way to go. You can get that exercise in you know in creative ways. So getting outside a box. It doesn't mean you have to go to the gym. It doesn't mean you have to do this heavy you know exercise. It's just getting your body moving and releasing those healthy chemicals. Well, and the other thing for strategies for for doing all this and coping with change is sometimes we need the help of other people. Yes, and we do, and, and that's why we do the show. Exactly. This show is all about life coaching and helping you live life as best as you can. Exactly. And it's okay to ask for help. Right. It's okay to let others take part of that burden or to take minim- take something that might be stressful. Or it- it's okay to get professional help. Like, there's no shame in it. It does not make you weak. It does not mean that... You have a lack of faith. It doesn't mean any of those things that people. In fact, I think it. a lot of times when you sit down with a person like you, a counselor, and and you talk about what's working for you, what isn't working for you, the feedback it helps you feel better about what you are doing because people like you, and I know how you counsel, but people <laughs> like you will encourage the person sitting there hey that's working that's great i'm proud of you for doing that i know you do that Uh, absolutely i do and you should see their faces because i can i can start seeing the mindset changes and just the words that they're using and they may still feel like they're in an avalanche of stress but i hear the change and i'm like oh my gosh like look at you look at how you're growing and the strength and this like and they just start reflecting like these positive feelings so my point on all that is Yes, I want to point out how what a great counselor you are. But also, make sure that if you're sharing with somebody, you're not picking the most negative person you know, and they go, well, I don't know how you stand that. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, because complaining is contagious. Complaining is contagious. And it's it, like a virus. We do. And we, want, we need to vent it. Yeah. But we need to be careful to who we're venting, what we're venting. Some people are so bad for us to talk to yes, because, because they're they so it. negative. They feed the vent and they're like, oh, yes. yeah, you're right. You're yeah, you're right. Your life is miserable. It sucks. You're a you victim. Know? This is unfair. And yeah. We get stuck in that fair <laughs> thinking and we're just on a whole new merry-go-round. Oh, of, absolutely. So, yeah. yes, but it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to vent to people. It's okay. We want to vent and then we want to brainstorm. Right. And so when we're sharing something with a trusted friend or family member, like they aren't in it. So they might have a different creative idea or right, a different perspective. Yeah. If you pick the right person to talk yes. to. Yes. And right. that's that's the constructive brainstorming. That's the growing through the change. Um, and so then, that's a strategy that to a help strategy. you. Right. Pick the right person, though. Yes, it has to be the right person. That is so true. You know, it has to be someone who is more positive in their mindset that has firm values whatever their value system is and that they're encouraging yeah absolutely yeah because you start venting to the wrong person and you well you'll go down that rabbit hole with them you know or they'll go down with you well and it's true we become like who we are around and like when we're going through change that's a great time for us to kind of start assessing who we are in and around our lives because the negative people will discourage us. They will, you know, take energy from us. We might not have that negative energy right now. And especially in a year like this, when there's so many changes and so much going on, it's so important that you take time to talk to the right people, that you meditate, that you yes. take time to 
just sit and be quiet or listen to some good music Mm -hmm. um, and not be all the time the TV blaring 100 miles an hour, right? Yes. You know, and cutting off all the negative messages in whatever form that comes into you. So if that's the media, if that's social media, you know, we didn't even talk about, but bringing in and incorporating the laughter. Oh, yeah. So important. A protective factor for us to get through change. Laughter is so important. That's why I like laughing at you all the time. You You sure (laughs) do. And it's all good. But no, it releases this dopamine on our brain. It it does. Laughter is so important. I mean, watch comedians. I mean, I do that once in a while and watch some of these guys and they're just hilarious, you know. Watch an hour they're on netflix they're on different places right. and they're just they're great and just light-hearted comedic because it gets your mind shows. off of your own trouble when you're just laughing well, laughing well right the bible even says laughter is a good medicine it sure does but yeah so it's getting your mind off of that um and it's helping to release that dopamine and those positive chemicals which are protective factors so against are depression. you saying it's okay if i make fun of you yeah, it's completely okay. You can make fun of because me all you want. Because then you laugh, right? Mm-hmm. Are you responding to someone there that you laugh? <laughs> yes, I am. My aunt, she posted in that my uncle had salad today. So, oh, go, uncle, for having salad. <laughs> all right, you go. All right. But but really, uh, we do have a good time because that's the point right there, is to get our minds off of the negative, get our minds off of the depressive thoughts, and laugh about stuff because life's funny. It is, and, it, and, and people we can are funny. Laugh through. You're some of funny. This stuff. I am funny. I'm funny looking. No, know, no, no, no. You're just funny, things. though. I mean, I mean, really enjoying life, whatever days we have on this planet, is so important. It really is, and so you know, turn off the the news, turn off whatever you know, the drama movies. Like, put on something just lighthearted and something funny it was you know i was sitting in a counseling session today and the person that came in was really really stressed and dealing with depression really hard and i just looked and i said what what's your favorite comic movie and you know he started talking about his favorite comic and then we started talking about like medea movies and like watching his face turn from that hard rigid depressed look to like he's laughing and his, you know his whole countenance changed all we did we didn't even watch it we just Talked about it. Talked about it or quoted from it. Yes. And so it right. really is an important thing it's that we need so to keep important. Laughter in is medicine. The Bible says that. A merry heart does well like medicine, right? Yeah, it really is. It's good for you to laugh. And so, guys, that's your that's your prescription, and I'm not the doctor. You are. <laughs> but uh, I would say, say, you know, watch a comedian this week or get your mind off of the news. If it's bogging you down, turn it off and get on something that will be interesting to you there's so much if you have netflix there's so much good stuff there sure the streaming services there's great great things and funny things and lighthearted things and you know so that's one strategy for coping with change it, so it's an important review one. those will you doctor so review our strategy so um you know embrace acknowledge that there's change you know use focus on your values focus on keeping that water from getting inside your boat you but know yeah, what's going on around a good you idea. um know <laughs> that you're Stress comes with any change, good and bad. So what can I do to minimize some of the stresses in my life? Um, What can I resolve quickly? Um, Prioritizing our time and energy, tapping into giving ourselves a break, being kind to ourselves, laughing, finding those things to help relieve, getting, you know, healthy eating, getting some exercise, 
keeping our schedule and routine, even if we have to modify it for this time of change, get ourselves anchored, um, seek support, use your, fr- you know, talk to your friends, families, loved ones, professionals, uh, vent, but brainstorm solutions and look for the positive things that are coming out of this change. Wow, you just said everything we've been talking about for an hour. I want to add one. When I lived in Indiana many, many years ago, because it wasn't the beach, but I would periodically, every week or two, just take a drive through the countryside. Just Um, drive by myself. Pray, just listen to music, just drive. Yes. And even though it was, you know, Indiana and there's not a lot going on there, but it was relaxing for me. Find the thing that causes you to relax. Yes, and practice it, like add it in. Take breaks, give yourself a break, be kind. Like when we're going through times of change and stress, we need that extra kindness to ourselves. Or one thing you can do is go to the driving range and put names on the balls as you hit them, (laughs) right, of people. Okay, so this has been great being with you tonight. We always love being here. Check out the ones, the shows we've done recently, TantalkNetwork.com. Go to podcast, go to Go Yard, and there they are. And you can call Dr. Angel at 727-501-6557 to get an appointment. And you can tune in next week right here to Go Yard because I'm going to be here. Are you going to be here? I'll be here. All right, we're going to be here. Tommy will be here. See you. Have a great week. God bless you. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.